This is the Mercy Talk podcast. Mercy Talk is brought to you by Mercy Multiplied. We exist to encourage, equip, and empower both men and women with the same biblically-based principles we've seen work for over 35 years in our residential homes. If you want to find out more, head on over to mercymultiplied.com. Hey everyone, welcome back to Mercy Talk. I'm one of your hosts, Melanie Wise, and I'm the Senior Director of Outreach here at Mercy. And I am one of your other hosts, Dr. Brooke Keels, and I am the Senior Director of Counseling and Program Strategy here at Mercy. And hey guys, I'm Rachel Thomas. I'm one of your hosts and the podcast coordinator, content specialist. And before we dive into what we're going to talk about today, because it's going to be good, just wanted to remind you guys that we're having a giveaway for all of our listeners. And if you've listened very long, you know, we usually ask people to leave um, a review or subscribe. And that really just helps other people find this content as well. So if you would go to Apple Podcasts, leave a review, you can click on that, you know, that five star there, uh, if you so feel inclined. Um, but make sure if you're going to enter that you actually type your review or we won't be able to find you. So <laughs> leave that for us. And then we're giving away a keys to freedom study guide and a live free, stay free, comfy, cozy, black t-shirt. It's pretty, I actually, it's pretty rad. I love that shirt. So I love um, that shirt. I think it's yeah. one of the best shirts we've ever done. I agree. It's so comfortable and it's just Classic, classic design. Can't go wrong. So enter uh, there and you have until the 29th of November to do so. Awesome. Well, guys, if you were with us last week, we started diving into a topic that I'm going to be honest, we try not to do too many like part one, part two things where, you know, like if you don't listen to the first one, you won't get it. I'm going to be honest, you probably want to listen to last week's before you listen to this one, um, because we really set the stage for where we're going today. Um, we talked about a very relevant topic for this time of year, boundaries within your family. Um, we talked, you know, I think we kind of set out last week to talk a lot about just like setting healthy boundaries with toxic, unhealthy people in your family, which, you know, I'm sure everybody's got one. At right. least, at least one. Um, but, you know, I, I kind of liked it because we ended up talking about just the importance of boundaries in general, even if even if the other person isn't particularly an unhealthy person. Um, it just means that there's dynamics that happen with you and those people that aren't good for you. There's not healthy for you. And what it looks like to do that, um, we talked about why it's important, why you are not being unaffected by toxic people in your life. (laughs) And we even talked about just some of the things that keep you from doing it. Why is it hard? Why specifically with family is it so stinking hard to set boundaries? And so we just really broke a lot of that down yesterday or yesterday, last week. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm going to just guess that there might've been a few people who listened and were like, well, shoot. (laughs) <laughs> I have to do this. Yes. I have to do this. It's time. I finally, I've just got to do this, you know? And as I said, at the end of our last episode, we're not going to leave you hanging. We're not going to be like, so best of luck. Right. Go with God. Right. <laughs> You're gonna, we're going to give you some more practical stuff. We want to talk today about the how, like, yeah. how do I set these boundaries? What does that conversation look like? What kind of boundaries am I supposed to set? Um, we're going to just dive into some of that a little deeper today. And so I kind of want to just start with with that one with you know if I recognize that I need to set some boundaries within some sort of family relationship 
what could those boundaries look like? What should those boundaries look like? Mm -hmm. Is it all the same? It's just like step, <laughs> step yes. one, two, and three. Like how, how does that play out in the like specifics of what boundaries even need to be set? That's good. Brooke, <laughs> I pick you. I was like, Take it away. No, okay. Uh, <laughs> I do want to piggyback off of what you said. Please go listen to the first episode yeah. before you mm -hmm. this one so you're not all willy-nilly uh, <laughs> trying to set boundaries. And right. um, you can hear why because I mentioned how I messed up in there. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, the, if you can think of it like this. Every boundary you set is a unique snowflake. And it will depend <laughs> on <laughs> the person that you're setting the boundaries with. It depends how they affect you. And we've, you know, like we discussed last time too, it, it may be a spectrum. You may start off with, you know, something kind of basic and it needs to go pretty far. You may sit down and assess and like this person's actually abusive to me and I cannot be in relationship with them. Mm -hmm. And so you at some level have to set a boundary of where they're just not in your life. You know, maybe okay. it's for a season, maybe it's long term. It just depends, you know, and hopefully... Yeah that's not the case too often because at the end of the day, you know, family is important. I mean, we, we don't want to act like that's just, Oh, well, you cut them out of your life, you know? Sure. Um, and so, but sometimes that is necessary and that's a really hard decision to make, you know, sure. but you know, I mean, boundaries can look, I, I think the spectrum would be one in your own heart um, mm. that you would go, Hey, you know what, this person is affecting me. I've assessed that I don't think they're a bad person, but we just don't work. And so yeah. I need to figure out a way that when they act X, Y, and Z way that I am not going to let that bother me. I've got to make that right in my own heart. And so then we're not living out of a place of offense or bitterness because it does start in your own heart. Like boundaries yeah. do start there. You know, the next layer may be, I'm going to do this in my own heart, but I'm also going to sit them down and let them know you know, like, I need you to understand that when you make these comments or say these things, that they hurt me, and they're not okay, and a lot of mm -hmm. times it may just be that, like, it's just not okay that you say that, like, it's not okay that you're just a jerk, like, that's not all right, and I'm right. letting you know, because I need you to know, and I also need you to know that when you communicate like that to me, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z, mm -hmm. so, right. We're not going to get in an argument. We're, I'm not going to, you know, leave or not come to Christmas because you're there, but sure. I will not engage you if things get weird. So if right. I walk away, that's because you made it weird right, <laughs> you know? right. or whatever the thing is and giving them the space to say back and see, and, and see their response. Cause it may be like, Oh gosh, like I had no idea. Thank you right. for letting me know. And I will work on that. Or it right. may be, well then you blah, blah, blah. And, and hearing them, like, because at the end of the day, we, an interaction requires two people. You know, I think that anytime when you set a boundary and somebody acts really unhealthily or they act, go and act crazy, that's just reinforcement that, oh, okay, cool. I made, <laughs> I made I the right to. choice. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. and then it can go as far as our relationship will only look like this. I'll see you at birthdays. I'll see you at funerals. We're not going to talk. I'll nod at you, you know, whatever, or sure. then it may get all the way over to you and I just cannot have a relationship. It's not mm -hmm. safe. It's not good. You know, and I think a lot of times this gets, in, especially once people have kids yes. and they're like, if you can't, cause there's, there's, you know, good grandparents cover a multitude of sins. Right. That's good. Right. Yeah. Like you may have been a terrible parent to me, but if you're good to my kid, yeah. right. Like that's going to cover a lot, but, but 
then assessing, you know what, you weren't good to me and you're not being good to my kid. I'm not putting my kids through that. And so yeah. mm-hmm. you don't get to see your grandkids in mm-hmm. these contexts, you know, right. so, or even being I, able to assess like, Hey, guess what? You were not good to me and you may be nice to my kids, but I don't trust your health. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. So, so maybe, maybe we can be around you, but I'm not leaving you alone with them. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. And so really picking what that looks like. Absolutely. Like I love the specificity, specificity. There you mm-hmm. go. That's it. Yeah. Um, of it. Because I think some people can just say like, Oh yeah, I'm going to have boundaries with my dad. What? A, okay. So what does that mean? <laughs> right. yeah. like, that doesn't make any sense. So I think for you to really break that down, it's so important to say in yeah. these situations, this is how this is going to go, or this is how often I will talk to this person. This is how often I will see this person. One of the, um, I think it's super helpful. That's why I'm like, as many examples as we can just throw out there can get, yeah. can get people's minds going a little bit. Um, one of the things that a, a counselor told my husband years ago, this is way before we ever met when he was kind of navigating a specific family dynamic, this counselor said, okay, with this person in your family, I think there's a certain level of like communication that's going to be healthy. Like if 10 is like a close intimate relationship where you share all of your life with that person. And one is where you don't share anything with that person what do you think is a healthy level? And for Pete, yeah. like, I think a three. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Great. So you have a level three relationship with that person and you can just be good with that. Right. And, and could it change? Maybe, maybe down the road, but right now I'm going to be at a three with this person. That's as far, that's as much emotional access as this person gets to my life right now in this season, you know? So I just think okay. sometimes that can be a really helpful gauge too. Yes. Yeah. No, that's really good. I've actually not heard that. I love that. I'll use yeah. that. Um, I think too, though, if your relationship can only be a level three, quit expecting it to be a level 10. Yeah. Some people are yeah. not capable yeah. of giving you what you want from them. Yeah. yeah. And if you, and if you would say, but I need this from them, my argument would be, then you're going to have to get it from Jesus because they're not giving it. To right. You. Right, and, right. and and I think that that's a really hard conversation to have that you kind of have to have with yourself and the Lord, mm. because I do believe that anywhere, anything that was lost in a parental relationship, anything that you need from that, the Lord is more than capable of giving that to you, providing that right. in different ways. It doesn't mean you don't grieve what you've lost. It doesn't mean right. you don't grieve that my family didn't love me or give me what I needed or deserved. You know, I have a lot of conversation. You didn't get what you deserved. Yeah, right. But, but it doesn't mean, yeah, that right. you can't heal from it and that it has to dictate the rest yeah. of your life because yeah. it doesn't. Yeah, man. And, I, and so I think that that's, I think that a lot of times when we are hurt by people and we don't want to say is because we keep wanting them to be a 10 and they yeah. can't, they can only be a one or a two or a three and they're not yeah. safe. Right. So like even in the book, safe people, I've had a lot of couples read that book and they're like, they love their spouse. So they're like, you're not a safe person because mm-hmm. when I do this, then you do this. And right. Doesn't mean we, we can fix that quickly. Cause when you both recognize it, right, right. Yeah. You go, okay, great. So how do we do that? How do here's how the interactions look. And a lot of it's just about communication. Sure. You know, a lot of it's not that hard, but it carries a lot of weight. And so, sure. but if you just leave it, it never, it's never going to change on sure. its own. Sure. I think a lot of times we think, 
you know, I'm just going to, I'm just going to hold out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Let's see what happens next Christmas. So then Maybe five years later, out. yeah, they're right. older and still terrible. <laughs> terrible. No, true. Yeah. And I love, I love what you just said and how it goes back to, it starts with you. It starts with, with those boundaries that you are going to recognize needed to be there. Um, and being okay, even if the other person isn't okay. Like that to me is just such a radical idea because I don't know about anybody else, but I know for me, that's a lot of my story. Like that's a lot of the unhealth. Like I can't be okay unless you're okay. And recognizing that that's actually not a good thing. That's actually a bad, you know, like you know, again, we've talked about the victim thing, um, you know, and, and, and such, but that's not a healthy place. It's serving you in some way. And so being okay that, like you said, Mel, if I'm at a three, if this is my boundary and if, you know, the other person wants to be at a 10 and they're in a place of unhealth, being okay that, that they're not going to be happy about it, you know? And, um, anyways, just starting at that root level place, um, with you and the Lord and looking to him for those needs first, man, that's, that's so good. Um, okay. So from there, let's talk about that conversation, Brooke. So let's say we have, we have processed this with the Lord. Like, you know, we're, we're beginning that, that journey and going, okay, God, like I want to be in a healthy place revealed to me these areas. Maybe I've been in some denial. We're working through that, but through that, he reveals that there's, there's a conversation that needs to be had. Um, what does that conversation look like and what are some potential things that you would probably need to be prepared for you know just asking okay again i mean it'll (laughs) depend on the it'll depend on the person and i know we've we've all had we've all had conversations and set boundaries like sure you do not exist in the world with zero bound there are some people that are not good at them Sure. But you've at some level had to set a boundary somewhere. I think it's really good to recall that. I think it's it's something to actually prepare for. Like, I mean, and I'm not being dramatic, but it's kind of like preparing for war a little bit. Like you need a plan. Good. If this, then this. How am I going to respond? How do I make sure I'm in a good place? And that no matter how they respond, I am unmoved. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's the thing. Again, you know, and and we talk, you go back and listen to that first episode if you haven't again. So I'll just reference it. But you know, the system resists change. So Mm. nobody wants you to be different. You play a role, be in that role, or maybe they're like, what do you mean? You've like hated my face for 10 years and you've never told me. And like, you know, like they may be shocked. I mean, there's a lot of response or you may be dealing with somebody that's very manipulative and Mm. terrible at boundaries and maybe has some kind of, and I'm, I'm not being critical, but maybe on like kind of mental health issue side, And they don't quite get it. And so you've got to go into it knowing I've got to communicate what I need to communicate. I have to have my heart right. And this conversation is going to end with the boundary intact. It does not change no matter what they say. And I think if you can start there and then also know how can I prepare, you know, for it. I think Melanie, you and I've talked about this in a different, in a different life about like, you know, and I think you got to practice, right? Like you pull other people in. Oh yeah. (laughs) Okay. You know, because again, I mean, I'm picking on Melanie a little bit. We had this talk of like, all right, so this is the, and then you're going to say this, and then they're going to say this, and then you're going to say that, you know, and I think you talk, you and I talked after, and you're like, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> that's what they said. You know, like yeah. this thing. And so it's being able to go ahead and just know and not be surprised. Yeah. Whatever the response is. And then sometimes, you know, and the, you know, 
you've got to watch for manipulation and not because they're trying to get you, but because they don't know what else to do. Mm-hmm. All right. Especially if you're talking about an unhealthy person. If this is a healthy person, that things just got really weird. Y'all are probably going to be able to talk this out and figure it out. But that doesn't mean the boundary changes. There's a reason you need to set it. And then you can assess as you go. It's once you set a boundary, it doesn't have to be forever. Okay. A lot of times, you know, it's just to assess where are we at. And sometimes you set a more harsh boundary because you don't even, you're like, every time I just feel like I'm a crazy person when I'm with them and you've just got to get the space. Yeah. Right. You've got to pull out. But at the end of the day, this is the boundary that needs to be set. And when we walk out of this conversation, that is what is going to happen, no matter what the interaction is. Mercy Multiplied exists to provide opportunities for all to experience God's unconditional love, forgiveness and life transforming power. Our residential program is for women ages 13 to 32 and our outpatient services are for women ages 13 and older. Both programs are voluntary, biblically based, and completely free of charge. Our goal is to help women in our programs permanently stop destructive cycles, discover purposes for their lives, and experience God's unconditional love, forgiveness, and life-transforming power. If you or someone you know would like to apply to one of our programs or you'd simply like to find out more information, you can start by heading to our website at mercymultiplied.com. when you said bringing other people into it, like mm-hmm. I know for a nurturer, borderline Enneagram nine, like myself, <laughs> I will sometimes skirt around an issue a million different directions and never be direct, never be firm, never be clear. And this is not the time for That's that. That's really good. Mm-hmm. That's a yeah. good point. I think going in saying, I'm not going to be mean. I'm not going to be right. no. This is where you're kind of probably going to want some level of a script in your head. (laughs) Like, this is how I'm going to present this. This is what I'm going to say. And I'm going to be firm. And I'm going to be truthful. Um, But then for me, if it was me having had this conversation, I need a friend who's going to ask me immediately after the conversation, hey, Melanie, the boundary was set, right? It was clear, right? That's good. Well. I mean, I think, you know, yeah, no, 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 no. Like you need an accountability person, especially yeah. if you struggle with this kind of stuff like myself. You need someone who's going to ask you after that conversation, did the boundary get yeah. set and were you unmoved in That's that? really good. So yeah. I, thank you for bringing that up because I do, I do forget that there are people who do not like <laughs> to be direct. <laughs> so, I, I mean, write it down, write it out, bullet point it. What do you need to communicate? And you're right. Like practice it if you have to, because this is not about ending a relationship. It's about doing what you need to do to be healthy and potentially reconciliation later. We're not crushing them, right? If you're going into this offended, it is not going to end well. You're right. Like have accountability with it. I love that. Make sure somebody, because if you know, dang it, I'm going to have to talk to whoever after and they're going to ask me, because you know what you don't want to do? You don't want to have this conversation more than once. Oh, man. Ugh, you just no. want to say it. And then every time, if the person's like, well, da, 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 hey, remember when we talked? This mm-hmm. is, what, That's this right. is what I'm doing. I love you. It's staying this firm is- in the conversation and remaining firm after. That's it's right. So good. Yes. Yeah. That's so good. So thank you for that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just know I would have to have it. Yes. Oh, like, man. I no, don't want to have to tell somebody that I was, that I kind of bent on it. No, no. No, that's the worst. Oh. 
Yeah, if you're somebody who just wants to make everything okay, if you start talking to somebody and they start apologizing, you're like, oh, well, never mind. No, you walk out of there. Right. It is with the boundary that has to happen. Yeah. In results. Right. Everything else can be dealt with, but you have to walk out of there with the boundary. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. That's so good. And even like what you were saying, Brooke, about not wanting to have... The goal is to not have to have the conversation again. I mean, basically meaning like you need to go ahead and say honestly what you're going to say in that moment. And I can just think, Mel, like you were saying, I've done that so many times too. And in those conversations of skirting around or not getting directly to the point, or like Brooke was saying, they start apologizing and I'm like, oh, we fixed it. Everything's fine. It's great. Right, right. Messed up my life the last 10 years. Stop doing it now. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Everything's Right. But also, you know, you can't be like me. He goes in and is like, sit down. We need to talk. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't do that either. It's all I think, like fully assessing your heart with the Lord before the conversation yeah. is so important to say, yeah. because I think it can be easy for us to say, well, boundaries are just all about you, all about you being healthy and you being sure. good. And I do think there's a piece of this of saying, Hey, boundaries is also a way to love other people really well. Mm-hmm. Sure. It, they're never going to respond that way. They're never going to be like, I feel so loved. Right. Mm-hmm. No, they don't see it that way at all. But, um, we know, and we know this because we've read boundaries a hundred times over. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the way to love other people well. And so right. for you to be able to, to know that going in, having that posture of your heart, but also to say, I think what you said, Brooke, is perfect. Like, if you're going in offended, this isn't going to go well. Right. You go in from a place of being firm and being truthful. But Lord, would you fill my heart with grace and compassion mm-hmm. and still be able yeah. to right. firm and do the right thing? So it's a hard there's balance kind of, to walk, but yeah. There's kind of a, a settledness. That's yeah. not really a word. But like, it's almost like it doesn't mean I want to do this, but I know that it's right and when you can get to that place like this is settled in my heart then I think you're in a good spot to then have that conversation and it will and it will take time I mean there's some people who are like I've just been waiting for somebody to tell me to set a boundary (laughs) maybe they'll do it tomorrow I don't know but I do think because what happens is you'll go back and forth you're like I don't know maybe and then you talk to the person and like it opens your eyes more and more you're like oh no this isn't good Yeah. No, I really do need to, you know, like it is very much a process of it. And then looking at what are the things that actually need to be said. Sure. Again, considering who the person is, how do they typically respond? Right. So like if it's somebody that responds kind of aggressive, well, you know what? Like I'd like to sit across from you face to face, but we might have this conversation at a restaurant or we may have this conversation on the phone if Mm -hmm. I have to, you know, like, or is this something where like they're going to cry? And then it's over. And then so you also know, you know what, if they get to a place where we're not even talking anymore and it's not relevant, Mm -hmm. you go, you know what, we're going to put a pin in this. You pull it together. We can talk about it again later, but nothing is moved. You know, you know how people manipulate you. You do. And if you don't know, ask your spouse or your friend, they'll tell you. So. Well, and Brooke, what would you say? I mean, because we've, you know, we've kind of touched on this a little bit in the last couple of shows, but when we're talking about more of an extreme situation where there's someone who's actively abusive to another person, we're not saying go sit in the living room with them nope. and have this conversation. We are no. not saying that. No. Like, <laughs> no. And in conversations with that need to have somebody else present, even if it's on the phone, some support. Sure. Um, sure. It may be that you send a letter 
-hmm. And I mean, you know, I have worked with people who have had to set those boundaries with their families and their families always respond with either lashing out at the person or they'll lash out at, you know, the church or whoever's supporting that person, you know, that, you know, you've tried to separate us and blah, 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 and all this kind of stuff. Like there's, there's going to be a feedback, Mm -hmm. (laughs) if you will, like there's going to be, and you have to be prepared for that and just know what it, know what it is, you know? Um, and so it, it's important to think that through and have wise counsel with that. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and also grieve it because even if this person is incredibly unsafe for you, like that's really sad that you would yeah. have to set that firm of a boundary with your family, you know? Yeah. And again, it may not be a forever thing, but it is definitely when you've assessed like, this is a right now thing, this is not safe and I can't. I can't do it. You know, yeah. it's not good for me. And it sends me to places that I can't, I'm not safe, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So, okay. So let's kind of try to bring this on home. Okay. I want to ask one more question about, um, again, this is something you've kind of touched on a little bit here and there, but we have mentioned, I think in our last episode and in this one, that boundaries can, um, you know, change or shift <laughs> over time. Yeah. Um, so maybe like we've, we've set the boundaries, we've had the hard conversation, we started just kind of living life again and the other person, you know, starts to function within those boundaries that we've set. Um, is that a time where we're like, okay, I think I can loosen these now. Like, how do you know, how do you assess that, Hey, something can change here. The boundaries can be loosened. Mm -hmm. Um, or how do you assess like if there's actually been genuine change in the other person? Sure. Like, how do you actually know if it's an appropriate thing to do or not? That's good. Right. So, and Melanie, you and I thought a really good conversation about this too, because there is a level that some people will start to function behaviorally. Yes. Right. But you, you can feel it. You're like, Mm -hmm. if I loosen this up, it's going to get weird again. Because (laughs) my proposition would be the reason the person is acting healthy is because you set the boundary. Mm -hmm. So shifting it is maybe not the wisest thing to do. Now, sometimes more severe boundaries can shift, you know, or, you know, and maybe you need to have, you know, maybe you started off kind of light. You were like, I'm going to set a little light boundary. And then you're like, no, they're still blowing through that. So let right. me, <laughs> let me like, a little bit yeah. 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 And so communicating that too, like if you decided to lucid, would you communicate that to the other person? Hey, I know we said this, I'm going to say this now. Like, I think, yeah. So like, let's just say that it's, you know, with a mom. Right. And so you're like, you know what? Like, I can't, I can't, we used to go to dinner every Thursday. I can't do that. When we go, you're criticizing me, whatever. So you quit going to dinner, but when you do see them with family, it's going really well. And so, you know, maybe it's been a year and yes, I said a year, (laughs) like long periods of time. And you're like, you know, the last couple of interactions with family have been okay. And I would like to see if things are different, you know? And so then you have a place to go, hey, mom, I would like for the two of us to go to dinner. I am not saying that anything is changing, Mm -hmm. but I appreciate how our interactions have been better. And I would like to see if this is something we can do. More honest and upfront with that you can be, the better. A big piece of it is people act the way they act because they don't know what your expectations are. So manage them. Let them know this is is what it's going to be. So you go to dinner. It's good. Okay, cool. I'm still going to wait another three months or so. Sure. 
before we do that again, you know, but it doesn't, and, and it's setting a new relationship, you know, but maybe you go and it's really not great or you're like, yeah, I'm just still not ready for it. And you go, you know what? I appreciate it. Thank you for going. I'm just still not ready for it. Yeah. You know, and, and let's just kind of go from there. And so I just think, I think communication is really important. Yeah. I, I think you got to be honest with people and tell them. I think that you have to let them know that we're going to try this out, but there is no guarantee that anything is shifting, you know, and another thing is if a boundary is working and someone appears healthy, the longer you do that, the more they have to interact with you in a healthy way, the better they are going to be. Mm -hmm. Like the more time you have (laughs) of those interactions, the, the, you have an opportunity to build something new. Right. You know, and, and again, you're being good to them by telling them that, like, cause if, yeah. the, you know, if your mom's like, here it is, we're going back. <laughs> yeah. Like, I've just been holding it in so we could go back to have it being really enmeshed or being really mm-hmm. whatever, you know, you're going to, you know, let them know, like, that's not the case. Yeah. yeah. You know? Well, so. and I think there could be even a reality of like, <laughs> I'm totally making up this term, but like boundary fatigue. Oh, like could, yeah. the time. It's like I was pretty hardcore about setting these boundaries at this point in time and I don't know. Maybe it doesn't matter. Maybe it's fine. That's not what that's not when we're talking about loosening them up. We're talking yeah. about like you need to actually assess, okay, what were the reasons I set the boundary in the first place? It was mm-hmm. Y and Z. And have I started to see actual change right. in those areas? If not, boundary still needs to be there. So this isn't you just kind of like getting tired of holding the boundaries or they guilt you enough to where you're just like, you finally give in. This is when you are seeing actual change in the issues that caused it in the first place. That's so that's good. Exactly right. Yeah, no, that's so, so good. Seeing the fruit of right. That, yeah, absolutely, man. That's that. And that, even that example you gave Brooke of, you know, the mom, the, the time going by, you know, Hey, let's, let's, assess this again in a few months and see where we are. That's just, that's so, so helpful. Um, so if you're listening to this today and you're going, yeah, that's me. Like I, I need to have that hard conversation. Um, we encourage you to, to again, process with the Lord first and here's some prompts or here's some questions that you can start with. One would be what do these new boundaries need to look like? And Again, we don't know everyone's situation or story, but that is going to be different for everyone. So what do these need to look like for you? Um, how and when, how and when, sorry, do I need to have this conversation? Um, I'm just assuming, Brooke, that that probably is an important thing. Like, you know, having the conversation in the heat of the moment at Thanksgiving, you know, around the dessert yeah, table no, is then. probably not the best. <laughs> <laughs> It probably needs to be scheduled. Yeah. <laughs> and look, you can use COVID right now and be like, ah, oh, we got a FaceTime. Yeah, Sorry, I can't exactly. be with you. <laughs> That's right. True. Hey, yeah. there's some things that haven't been all bad. Yes, I'm, I'm with you. Um, and I love this one. This is so good. Who else can I invite into this process? Uh, Brooke, I've heard you say this before, and I love this, that you cannot be an objective party in your own life. And that has really opened up my eyes to go, I need... I need help here. I need some wisdom from somebody who is not so close to the situation that they cannot accurately decipher what's going on. And so, you know, whether that's getting with a healthy counselor, which, you know, we are all here for healthy, good, Christian, smart, you know, like all of the things like, you know, this, the, the, the clinical and the spiritual together. So 
please, um, you know, if you're even considering this year, oh, should I go get counseling? Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. you should. And, and it's, it's, if, it's, if any year, yes, yeah. this year, the gift that keeps on giving, truly, yes. truly. So, um, so just start there with the Lord and ask those things. Um, even bringing in, if you need to bring in a good, trusted friend there and just saying, Hey, have you seen the way that I act when I'm around so-and-so, or when I come home from Christmas, um, do you have anything to say or to speak into that? Uh, talking with a safe, trusted person, um, can be helpful as well. So those are just some questions to, to get you started. It's great. Well, guys, I'm just thinking, you know, it's hard for me to imagine there being someone who is listening to these shows that has been like, I don't deal with this at all. But maybe, maybe there are people who've listened to these shows who like just say, I have perfect family relationships and don't have any boundaries that need to be set. Will they adopt us? The what? Will they adopt us? (laughs) (laughs) Bring us into your world of hell? So, I mean, if by some chance you are one of those people, okay, but I have a very hard time believing that there's anyone who has listened to this show or the one last week and couldn't at least think of someone they know who needed to hear this encouragement. So share these podcasts with people if you know i just i don't know i just don't feel like you hear this conversation happen that often i mm-hmm. you know i don't feel like i've ever heard a sunday morning teaching on this mm-hmm. you know like i don't think this just isn't something that people talk about a whole lot or break down a whole lot so i hope mm-hmm. that this has been helpful encouraging maybe a little challenging uh yeah. to all of you who have listened uh, we're going to continue to just kind of dive into we just decided you know what this fall Everybody's been around their family way too long. <laughs> mm-hmm. year, and it's about to be the holidays. So for so many reasons, yeah, we feel like we needed to just really spend some time diving into all things family. All things yeah. family, family dynamics, you know. So yeah, we've talked about attachment. We've talked about conflict. Mm-hmm. We've talked about boundaries. We're going to keep diving into some of these topics in the weeks to come. So we hope you've been encouraged and we hope that you will join us next week. We're so glad you joined us today. We'd love for you to head on over to iTunes and leave us a review. You can also find previous episodes there. Mercy Multiplied is a nonprofit organization completely funded by our donors. We're incredibly grateful and couldn't do what we do without them. If you want to find out more how you can partner with us financially, head over to mercymultiplied.com.